Hi, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the World Hackers Podcast. Uh, today is uh, 15th Tuesday, uh, June. So we have an interesting topic today. But before we go on, I'd like to uh, remind everyone, this is the World Hackers Podcast. Everything here on this podcast is clearly for educational and entertainment purposes. Uh, before you make use of anything you hear on this podcast, make sure you consult your financial advisor and do your own due diligence. The only financial advice we give out here is if you can't do your own due diligence, do not invest. Okay, uh, my name is Chibi Daniels. I'm a real estate developer, civil engineer, business owner, and I'm your host for tonight, as always. So tonight we are, see, we are going to discuss something really interesting. Now, uh, everyone may wonder why I always emphasize that uh, the main aim of the wealth hackers and what we talk about on this program is uh, firstly for you not to lose money. And then before we talk about you doubling it. Uh, the wizard of Omaha, who is uh, popularly known as uh, Warren Buffett, once said, and I quote, that the first rule of the market is don't lose money. And the second rule of the market is don't forget the first rule. So uh, you may want to uh, try to understand why is it so necessary that you understand that the first rule of the market is don't lose money. And that's what informs why, why I always say on this podcast, our first aim, before we think of how to double the money, before we talk about ways in which you can like triple your money, make it five times, make it multiply, the first thing we want to talk about and address every day is ways in which you cannot lose your money. Like if you lose your money, you are out of the game. Now, uh, Hope is not a strategy, but in everything in life, there's always a luck factor. And the truth is, uh, if you're actually prepared, then the opportunity meets your preparation. And then that's what a lot of people will call you being lucky. But it's not just about preparation. You have to always survive long enough for you to actually uh, meet the luck. You have to stay long enough for you to meet luck. So you have to survive long enough to give luck a chance to like, act on what you have prepared for. So you have to survive long enough to see that opportunity. Now, what happens if you are actually into the financial market, cryptocurrency, real estate, stock, and then let's say within the next, <laughs> next one month, you get wiped out. And especially we know in, we are in Nigeria and then uh, financial conditions are not so fantastic. If you get wiped out, you may be really discouraged to even join into the market again. So that's why we always emphasize first rule is don't lose money. And then second rule is we cannot think of multiplying it because Surviving is the first thing. One thing about the financial market, uh, a lot of people fail to understand this. If you survive long enough, you will definitely find the opportunities to make a lot of money. I think the, the greatest minds in the investment game, which everybody should listen to them, uh, every once in a while, understood this concept so clearly. So uh, they always made use of this concept. They, they understood that uh, there is nothing more important. If they had two options of a trade that will give them the opportunity to come back to the market the next day. And a trade that is so risky that it can actually give them the whole fortune of a lifetime. But the risk involves them not coming back to the market tomorrow. They will rather take the one that the risk involved will just give them the chance of coming back tomorrow. Instead of the one that is for a lifetime and then uh, they will not have the chance of coming back tomorrow. Now, uh, this is something about risk management versus uh, Risk management versus risk taking. Uh, a lot of people talk about risk management without realizing that what they are supposed to be addressing is risk taking because you don't want to manage risk. You just want to know how to take the risk that you want to do. Okay, uh, so today's topic, we'll be talking about the Lindy effect. 
So what is Lindy effect and why is it necessary for everyone to understand it? And why is it in a way that if you know about this and understand it very well, you can actually use it to make sure that you survive this market for a long time. Now, let me just have a recap. I first started saying why you should try to stay in the market long enough. So uh, everybody will understand whenever I'm talking about survival, when I start explaining the Lindy's effect, it means uh, everybody is grounded, understand that's why survival is necessary. It's just necessary that you keep coming out every day. There's something I, I used to teach my students whenever we are looking at uh, an analysis and we're trying to look at the management. I always look at the management and think, okay, is this management good enough? Like, can they always come here and open the next day? What do they have? As when they lose 50%, is this management going to just back out? Or are they going to open another day? What if they make 50%? Because sometimes it's not just about losing money. Sometimes there's a lot of management, whenever they make 50, make 100%, make 200, they are out of the business. They just take the money and then go and go shopping and do any other thing. Look for the next uh, good business. So what happens the next day is really necessary more than what, what is even happening today. It's good you know what's happening today, but on, always understand it's a continual process. Okay, so what is Lindy's effect? I'm not gonna bore you guys with a long piece of literature on how it was found out and the, the articles I found on it and all that. I read a very old article on it and a very recent one in two books of, I think Nassim Taleb about it. But the important thing about the Lindy's effect is, uh, it is used to predict how long the technology can actually last after it's been invented. Now, why is this necessary? When you are creating a portfolio, it's okay you want to select the disruptive technology because a lot of things that are actually disruptive, we're talking about asset classes and um, everything. Disruptive technologies and every other thing uh, is actually what will give you your highest profit. But sometimes that's the way you lose money fast too. So the, the most ideal thing is always to find a way to uh, balance this in which you take all the risk that you can, make sure that you have um, gotten into the trades that will ensure that you're coming back tomorrow, then before you take all the maximum risk that you can. So that even if these risks don't turn out well, somehow you are returning to the, to the market with the same level of confidence that you did yesterday. So that's where the Lindy's effects come because you now want to invest in Technologies that you are sure that is not after today, they would actually go out of existence. You want to just invest in something that by tomorrow you are sure that it's going to be there. So the Lindy's effect says that uh, how long something has been in existence is always close to predicting. You can use it to actually try to predict how long it can actually last for the future. Now, something you understand. Okay, let's just take example for when we come to technology. Um, what is it we know that is still, like what are the oldest piece of technology we know that is in effect today? Let's just, uh, that is still around today. I think uh, we can give an example of like a, a, a bicycle. A bicycle is a piece of uh, technology that was invented long ago. And then how sure are you that the bicycle will still be around tomorrow? Anybody that's answering that question will give you a close night something percent. Because the bicycle has been around so long, and if you check the time that uh, the bicycle has been around, if you use it to uh, check, you can just know that for how long it has been around till date, you can actually predict that. Mm, okay, let's just say it's been around for three centuries. This is an assumption, I, I don't know the exact time. Okay, if it's been around for three centuries, you can know that in the next three centuries, the likelihood of uh, the bicycles being around is higher than any new technology. There's always new technologies that come out that prove disruptive, they can give you a lot of gains, but they don't last for the future. 
remember, you want to make sure you buy into these disruptive technologies that actually give you maximum gains for you to make a meaning. But you want to make sure that you have a good amount of the old technologies that you are sure that will continue tomorrow. So uh, that at the end of the day, you continue coming out. Remember what we said, uh, the relationship we established in the beginning of the podcast about why survive, uh, survivorship is important. I quoted Warren Buffett and some other guys. Okay. So uh, like, let's look at something like the books. What books have been available? Or let's look at money. That's why a lot of people still revert to gold after they've made a lot of money and they want to preserve their wealth. Even though you tell them that gold is nothing and all that, gold has been around and been valuable for 3,000 years. So the chances of gold still being valuable for the next 3,000 years is, is close to certain. It's not certain, but it's very close to certain. So um, compared to anything that's new, now it's very funny, but it's realistic that even uh, the Lindis effect, I'm talking about 3,000 years, that's for gold. The Lindis effect is used by uh, a lot of people that had the Bitcoin bulls. Now, whenever you tell them to actually buy uh, a kind of new coin that came around or any kind of new cryptocurrency, they always refer back to tell you that they just want to keep Bitcoin because it's kind of, uh, they kind of believe that the Lindis effect, but why? Bitcoin is like the oldest uh, cryptocurrency. It has survived since I think 2009, and then it's like up to more than a decade. So they believe that no matter how cryptocurrencies are going to move to zero, that in the next decade too, Bitcoin is still going to be around. So when you see people like uh, that are very bullish on Bitcoin, they just want to buy only Bitcoin. Sometimes understand uh, where their sentiment is coming from. Although the Linux effect is something you use to measure some old technology that has been like older than mankind and all that, but this is like something that is used for things that are as recent as uh, the Bitcoin. Now, make no mistake, a lot of people that are actually investing in good big companies uh, want to check something like Apple and all that. They still check, okay, how long has this uh, company been in effect? So how can we guarantee that it's going to be at least within half of the time it has already spent in existence? So finding a way to invest in some of these technologies, if you really if, if understand this effect and understand how it works, you can actually find a piece of technologies or businesses that have been around for a while. And you can know that, okay, these things can still grow to some extent. Then uh, investing uh, a good amount into this will ensure that you still come around tomorrow while you use the remaining of your uh, balance or uh, working capital to invest in these uh, very disruptive, uh, disruptive technologies. That way, uh, you're not risking everything. That means even if something happens with the disruptive technology, you are going to go back another day. Now, uh, it's not actually so wise. A lot of people are doing it these days. You see people put all their savings in uh, disruptive technologies. Some of them just come and go. They come as quickly as they go. So it's not uh, a wise thing to do that. Remember, the first aim of uh, the first rule of the market is not to lose money. That means you just want to stay around, survive long enough so that you can actually uh, meet the luck, the opportunity that you want to uh, use to invest. Okay, without turning this into an echo chamber, I will have a conversation and then I will illustrate more on how people are supposed to understand this effect and then use it in their trading and investing so that uh, they don't lose out. So let's see who we have uh, here. Um, we have P.R.O. Chudi. Chudi, good evening. How are you doing? Gloria, Philip, Miki uh, Lanky, and uh, Alayemi. Good evening, guys. Someone should respond. Let me confirm that uh, I've not been talking to myself. Okay, I had uh, one guy, oh, Aziz, that was speaking. Yes, we can hear Okay, Chudi. Okay, Chudi. Chudi, good evening. How are you doing? 
Yeah, good evening, bro. Good evening. Okay, uh, I don't know. Were you here from the beginning? Did you uh, did you get the concept of uh, being able to come back in the market every day and uh, why you should consider the anything you are buying? You should consider the Lindis effect before you now put all your remaining capital into the disruptive technologies that are going to ten x. Uh, yes, I think I understand a little bit. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, in your own opinion, do you think you have any uh, kind of kind of uh, asset class that at the moment you think, okay, this guy with the Lindis effect and every little thing I understand about it is where I want to put at least 20% of my money, then I'll use the remaining to maybe 50% of my money, then I'll use the remaining to look for the older technologies. Uh, apart from crypto, but the stocks are, I'm into are kind of uh, okay. Um, apart from the banks that I think maybe the film banks or fintech could take over, maybe much more in the future. But um, crypto, crypto is somehow, I don't know. Okay, you know, okay, let me just uh, rephrase the question like this. A lot of people actually, uh, when you talk about, a lot of people believe uh, in Bitcoin because of this lending effect. They say, okay, uh, what are the crypto? We know that cryptos are get every day. They are new cryptos. It was four thousand something. I think recently, uh, I saw a recent study that said they have more than five thousand cryptos at the moment. And what are the chances that all these cryptocurrencies will survive the test of time? It's clearly zero. Nobody knows if anyone will even survive the next thing. But a lot of investors are saying, okay, let's look at Bitcoin. What has happened? Uh, with the China's downgrade and all that, the Lindis effect is just taking the. There's a saying that says, "What does what doesn't kill you make you stronger." So uh, when you look at books, let's just look at one of the oldest books we have. We're talking about like something like the Old Testament of the Bible. Um, it has actually survived series of wars and all that that didn't kill it. So it's actually making it stronger. So how are we sure that uh, it's going to survive the next three centuries? It survived the last three centuries, world wars and all that. The likelihood that it survived at least two more centuries is uh, there. So when they are looking for something like Bitcoin that is just 2009, do you think it makes sense to use the Lindis effect for something like Bitcoin? Uh, with all cryptos, like you know that uh, there's no patency, like anybody can clone anything and flood it as a, a cryptocurrency. It's just yeah. that um, people have uh, uh, Bitcoin, they want to, a lot of pioneers that are still holding on to it and promoting it. Uh, but in the near future, like, what uh, Bitcoin has done to be, uh, it can be used in daily transactions, in small transactions. Yeah. Uh, like Litecoin is more preferable uh, technology to it. So uh, since we have uh, kind of switched from gold standard and now we're talking about crypto, there's also a possibility in the future that uh, it, this would also might uh, kind of... Uh, there might be some other technology or even what is happening now that uh, the central banks are trying to float their digital currencies. So there's yeah. no there's no guarantee. Bitcoin yeah, no is guarantee. Here are you, are you just, the, the question, I understand you clearly, there's no guarantee, but this is just like 10 years. A lot of people are saying, okay, I'm sure in the next 10 years, Bitcoin is not going to disappear because we know that it actually survived a lot of scary moments because I don't know if you've looked at the timeline. There has been left of, okay, these people are going to war. China says, okay, we are no longer accepting. It actually went down and still came back up. So a lot of people are saying, okay, uh, considering the Lindis effect, we are going to continue to buy Bitcoin because we are sure. That's the theory a lot of big short investors are using. They are not even thinking it's going to like triple their money. They are, they are just banking on the survival, uh, survivorship of the Bitcoin. So do you think it makes sense? Uh, 
it, it doesn't at all. It doesn't. There's no guarantee at all <laughs> that it, it will survive. Bitcoin yeah. is here today. Yeah. At, the, yeah. at the cross of the matter is that um, what what you know before even the gold standard is trade by butter. But the thing is that technology yeah. like the internet wasn't available. But now that yeah. internet is available, trade by butter is coming back. It is happening. All this token is wow. kind of a. Uh, I don't know. P2P is almost like trade like butter. It's like going back to the original trade by butter system. Yes, it is. It is. So once somebody says Bitcoin to the moon and all that, is is kind of uh, marketing so that you buy and making profits. So that's all. There's just anything. Nothing. Nothing's guaranteed in this in this in this world. Uh, that's what I okay. believe. All right. Okay. I, I think from from the conversation so far, uh, we're already getting somewhere. Then let's just look at something because uh you want to look at some cases uh like we have to talk about oil then we talk about gold uh oil is clearly in decline anybody that doesn't see that won't, uh won't say that it's not like oil is going away because i think uh i actually had a conversation uh, on a podcast where i actually uh tried to explain what is happening with oil we have the rockefeller family the rockefeller uh, rockefeller family is actually uh is actually saying that they are no longer going to be investing in oil so oil is going down so if you wanted to say, okay, since oil has been around and you are not even considering the use case, and you're saying oil has been around for how long, then you are banking that it's going to go. You discover that it's going to go out uh, definitely, and then maybe you'll be at a loss. But on the other hand, when you look at gold, gold has actually survived longer before oil, and then you can't really bank and say the chances of oil or uh, gold going out of existence because of, uh, I don't know, any reason, because of Bitcoin or anything is realistic. So do you think the Linux effect is even really a good uh, a good theory to start with when you consider oil and gold? Um, for oil, um, a lot of renewable energy, everybody's just, the disruptive technology is renewable energy that to kind of uh, make oil demand to fall, fall far below. Uh, gold is something else. Uh, um, people, it, it just uh, that's, you know, part of uh, what money should be is a store of value, and um, you couldn't. You, you the only way you can store value in this old system was uh, having a metal. A metal is not doesn't doesn't depreciate, and gold ha ha happened to be kind of precious metal that um, silver is more even useful than gold. I don't know. I I don't know if it plays along this direction. Okay, uh, I think gold is actually because of its shiny nature. You know, uh, the the shiny nature it has an intrinsic value of its own. It's not about the mm -hmm. like commercial usefulness. It's just that shiny nature. Everybody that gets it knows. Okay, it's shining and all that. I think that's what gave it the value for over a long time. And it was the sweat actually of the sun. Yeah, and I think even the people that made the Bitcoin actually understood the uh, Shatoshi Nakamoto. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Before the Bitcoin maximalists come after me. No, he understood the concept of gold, that gold is actually limited. You cannot, there's just a limited amount that you can mine. Like, there's not, it's not in abundance everywhere, and that gave it the value. So when uh, uh, Satoshi said, okay, uh, the Bitcoin is going to be only 21 million that can be mined. So you really got the concept that he's trying to like draw up an imitation to gold. I think that's also a problem. Uh, Hello. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that's also a problem. Um, the monetary policy for any currency should have 
have a monetary policy that is limited. Gold has a limit. Uh, BTC has a limit. And um, economy keep on growing. There are ways economies keep on growing. So I don't know. I don't know the concepts whereby you have to cap the monetary policy, whereby this is limited. It doesn't go more than that. I think it should be more organic. It's true flung trades. It should be a, there should be a time whereby it goes up. There should be a time where it comes down. And take for instance uh, BNB coin. There are times that it will be minted. There are times that it will be burnt. So that limited supply exists. Bitcoin doesn't capture that. Gold does also, also doesn't also capture that. That's why the uh, gold standard had to also fail. Yes. Because yes, actually, economies grew. Right, uh, yeah. And then the government could not actually. Uh, you know, governments are supposed to like uh, every once in a while. I think they intervene in very harsh conditions like war, famine, and all that. And then when gold is the primary means of your, uh, your, your the primary means of uh, exchange of value, the government cannot actually intervene when uh, there is a cap to the kind of currency they are using. I think I think that's where you're coming from. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I think I like the direction this has been going. Uh, thank you so much, Chidi, uh, for joining the discussion today. Let me see if I'll get uh, any other opinions, and then uh, we we'll see what we where we go with this. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, who else do I have? Sandra, Sandra, good evening. How are you doing? Hey, Sandra, are you online? Okay, let's see who else we have. Mickey, Ola, Emi, Tim, and Gloria. Someone should just respond. Let's have a little conversation. Our time is fast running. Today we talked about uh, Lindy's effect. We just said something about survival. Uh, we know we want to invest in the best, the best uh, disruptive technology because anything disruptive is what gives you the money. That's why EV is actually the next thing. Uh, when the the cars actually came out, you know, the guys that actually used internal combustion. I know we started with electric vehicles, but due to the low mileage, internal combustion engines came out. The need for oil grew, and that was the next thing. If you invested that time, you would have made a lot of money. But something about being uh, actually making a lot of things in the market is actually based on survival. If you can actually survive a long time, you will see you spot best opportunities and not lose your money. So the Linux effect is just kind of emphasizing on that, that uh, any kind of technology you are investing into, you just have to look at like uh, what things it has gone through and then know that, okay, if it actually could go through this and survive, the likelihood of it surviving something similar to that is actually higher than anything that has not been shaking up a little bit. Okay, let's see who else we have. Okay, I have a day, Sandra. Uh, Johnson, okay, Johnson just left. I think some people are experiencing network difficulties. Gloria. Okay, Trudy, can you still hear me? Because no one is responding. Let me confirm my internet is not messing up. Hi, Trudy, this is Elayemi. I can hear you. I could hear you. Okay, Elayemi, good evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And you? I'm um, okay. Uh, we are discussing about uh, Lindy's effect, uh, surviving in the market long enough uh, for you to actually get lucky. I don't know, were you here from the beginning of discussion? Yes, I was. Okay. Uh, have you, are you invested? Sorry, I didn't get that. I said it's been an insightful conversation so far. Well done. Okay. Uh, are you investing in cryptocurrencies and stock markets as of the moment? 
no to cryptocurrencies, stock market, uh, not yet. I got my fingers burnt in 2008 and I've been too shocked. Mm. To I'm still monitoring, <laughs> but I, I think it's high okay, What did you buy? You were buying US stocks in 2008. No, no, we're buying Nigerian stocks. Days of margin trading okay. with uh, with all these banks where they would now okay. hold on to your certificates, you'll be able to convert, yeah. you'll be able to sell yeah. eventually. Yeah. You know, so I got my fingers burnt at that time and I have been too shocked to just go back. But I think it's like okay, time I think, to, to go back. Yes, yes. I just, I just wanted to say that exactly, exactly. It took the words out of my mouth. Now, uh, <laughs> because the reason I want to give for that is there's a lot of things have changed. Uh, when yes. we talk about the ways we invest in 2008 and the ways we invest now, everything has changed. As long as you want to even just continue with the Nigerian stock exchange, a lot of that. I, I'm just like a lot of people are mentioning, if you want to mention, Mary Stem and the other guys, they're even digitalizing the Nigerian stock exchange. You can actually go there every day to see how your stock is performing and all that. Mm. So the dividends and all that. So a lot of things have changed, and I think it's best for you to start investing. I said something in the group. You have nothing to lose investing in Nigeria because if you keep your money, one way or the other, it's going to just lose value. You're already yeah, yeah. done. Well, the problem with investing in Nigeria is that you've investing in Naira, and Naira always—I mean—has been losing value since forever, and it will continue to lose value. So that's why that's one of the reasons why I've started. It, no it continues to lose value. As, as me, okay, let me. Just, I'm not advocating for Nigerian investment. Okay. I know Trudy will be so happy to hear this because Trudy is pro Nigerian stocks. Uh, I'm not advocating for them. I do have like I think I I still have only two stocks uh, with the Nigerian stock exchange. What I'm saying is, even if you even if you don't want to, because I, I actually advise people to find uh, invest in the uh, global stocks and all that. But even if you don't want to invest in global stocks, at least invest in Nigeria, because even if you don't invest, the Naira is falling on its own. So investing may even give it a little chance of having an edge against inflation. I don't know if you understand that. Mm, I do, I do, I do. Okay, good. Uh, and then I think you should find a way to invest in global stocks. And then I think a lot of educational programs. I know, do you belong to a mentoring club or any of the other groups? No, no, I mean just just in the general group. So but somebody will send uh, somebody will send him somebody will send you a message on uh, our groups and a lot of programs we have. A lot of them are free. Uh, then some you can actually oh, pay for. Because you, you, somebody you will send you all the details. Similar studies. Yeah, said that we have to research on stocks. To be honest, I don't have that time, so that's why I've been to. I've good, you can actually join the mentoring club. There's a lot of uh, they give the uh, buy alerts and all that. Oh, and I then see. actually, yes, I insisted that if you want to invest, not just in stocks, anything you want to invest in you owe it a little there's a, an episode we had on this program where we talked about due diligence so if you mm. actually want to invest i i actually uh i actually personally coined out the time that investing is like marriage no time there's no time you are going to marry someone and you tell the person i don't even have that time to to do anything just come let's marry i don't even care where you are from i don't even know let's just let's just marry for now Sorry, it doesn't work, work that way, way. Mm -mm. thank you so whenever you are committing your money it's like you are marrying so you don't just say I don't have the time. I like I said at the beginning of the program every day, we don't give out financial advice on this podcast. But only one financial advice that we give out is if you can't do your own due diligence, do not invest. Mm, it's as, as simple as that. So no matter what uh, how busy you are, just see it like marriage. You have to find out find out time to before you put your money in that stock. And the the time you develop to look at it is better for for everything. Mm. So, um, actually, okay, let's just talk a little bit on the topic, okay? Go ahead with your question, please. It's a bit digressive because it's about gold as a, as a store of value. So, I understand okay. that gold, I mean, I'm an accountant, so to a large extent, I understand all these things. Gold has kept okay. value for so many years. But the bit I don't understand 3, 000, is... 3,000, more than 3,000 years. More than 3,000 years. The bit I don't understand is when they say buy gold long term. I understand, yes, buy gold long term. When you sell, you make money. But from my own rule of thumb analysis, when you sell your... Okay, well, 
I mean jewelry now, not gold bars. When you sell gold, you lose thirty percent. So if you buy gold today, you go tomorrow, you sell, you you lose thirty percent. So if, for instance, it's not about you know, it's not about I know it's long term. I know it's long term. I know that. Okay. So, for instance, if the selling price, for instance, if you were to buy, you buy for a hundred. If you were to sell, you sell at about seventy. Usually okay. there's thirty percent loss. So when they say hold for long term. By that long term, so even if even if the asset has appreciated by fifty percent, you will lose about thirty percent of your initial cost, and then I don't see that value anymore. So I said there's something okay. I'm missing. Yeah, you are missing something. Uh, I just want to. Uh, there's a time we talked about the coffee can strategy and all that. The truth is, uh, they, they believe that. Okay, let's talk about gold. In uh, since three, is there any other set? Just picture it this way. You know, everything is relative. If you understand relativity, you understand why gold is still like the standard. That's why even a lot of rich people that thought they were not going to buy good, when they meet a lot of, when they get a lot of money, XX wealth, what they do is they have no option than to revert to buying good. Now, uh, something I wanted to talk about is when you consider relatively stocks and other uh, asset classes, let's just talk about uh, stocks, every other asset that you know about from housing to real estate compared to good for the past 3,000 years, which one do you think has been doing better? Ah, uh, I know real estate has done very well, apart from the fact that it's illiquid. No, let's just give an example. Let's give an example that you were a king. You were a king in ancient world and you were going to live for 3,000 years. And you had the option of buying real estate, gold and all that. Which one do you think has actually done better for the last few years? There has been ones. There has been ones that actually just scraped out the real estate industry. Gold has actually survived that. So when you consider relatively, you discover that gold is actually beating every other guy. But you know, the problem is we just take the chart for the last uh, 50 years and then we look at it, we are like, ah, good, it's not performing well again. You are losing 30%. No, compare relatively to every other thing, 3,000 years, this guy is still doing very fantastic. And that's why people are still, because if you consider the Lindis effects, which is what we're discussing today, a lot of people are still believing, okay, it's not even 3,000, I think it's for the next 1,000 years or 1,500 years that gold is still going to preserve your value yeah. because what? It has actually survived world wars, like world wars that wiped out a lot of humanity. It survived mm -hmm. that. We're talking about famine in a very large scale. We're talking about pandemics. Even the one we just went through, the worst, because this one we went through, God still survived it. It's, it's, just, it's just an addition in its, in its record. And then all the other pandemics before this time around, it has actually survived all that without going to zero. So the possibility of it surviving more is there. So that's just what the Lindis effect is saying. Mm, relativity i think that's that's what i've missed yeah that's that. what you missed mm. okay and then what the the link effect saying in, in essence too is when you want to buy a business because you are going to be buying stock very soon i, I saw the intonation in your uh mm. voice i'm going for it so when, for starters <laughs> okay okay yeah it's good only for it especially if you don't have the time find yeah find a very good etf because stock picking is not for everyone because it's time consuming you have to be interested in this I like stock picking. Why, why do I like stock picking? Stock picking actually gives me the time to. There's a lot of knowledge I have today about uh, a lot of things in the world. A lot of areas I don't even, I wouldn't have even thought about looking into. A lot of uh, technology, Industry. science, industries I wouldn't have, markets that I wouldn't have even thought about. I actually go to do, do that because of uh, stock picking. So it's actually fun to me. But if you don't have fun actually doing stock picking and all that, it's... it's it's better to just go with all uh, the ETFs and the index and any other one that you can lay your hands on. Mm. But, uh, I know you stop pick stocks maybe sometime later in the future. So what we're saying yeah, is make sure that you are buying. Not later in the future. <laughs> okay, make sure you're buying something. Something Warren Buffett said is make sure you come back every day. That, that, that's the summary of don't lose come money. Don't lose money. They are not telling you you are not. There's no way you will not lose money. 
the thing is saying make sure you come back every day so if you are going to lose the type of money that will make you not to come back tomorrow don't take that trade Mm. You just have to manage risk. You are supposed to take risk, but make sure that before you take that risk that is like uh, heartbreaking and everything, that you have actually put your money in something that makes sure that you are there tomorrow. Because if you are there every day, you will actually stay long enough to actually spot the opportunity that is like a free gift that you not even be contending with anyone for that one. You just take it like this is my own and you go. But if you actually take that neck-breaking risk, you may survive or not. You may just run into a problem that can actually just stop you from coming back tomorrow. So remember, it's actually a, a game of just, it's a continued process. You have to come back every day for you to actually get lucky to win. Hello, I didn't get that. I said it's about showing up every day. Yes, it's about showing every day. Yeah. All right, thank you so much, Alayemi. Um, Gloria will send you a message. Gloria, I think he's, she's in the group right now. She will send you a message on our mentoring club, our fundamental analyst group. Everything you need to know about uh, all the groups, some of them are free. Uh, we have a lot of free programs, even our social media handles. You send you everything. Just uh, do where to follow us. We have a recap of all these podcasts. We talked about due diligence. We even talked about gold versus Bitcoin sometime. We talk about interesting topics. Today is the Lindis effect. So you always have a listing if you want to uh, on Anchor FM Spotify. You get the links from Gloria. Thank you so much, Olayemi. Thank you, Trudy. Thank you. Okay. Wow, that was a fantastic discussion. I don't know if we can actually sneak in one or two more people. Sandra is back, but she's not responding yet. Let's wait and see if she will respond. I want to hear from Sandra today. Okay, let's see. Uh, we have a day. Uh, Johnson, Philip. Solo. Fash. And, uh, okay. Let's see who else. Any other person uh, just come up with, we are discussing, we are discussing Lindy's effect. The, the, short, the short story is how to just show up every day so that you just get your killer blue. This is like a hunter. You don't want to hunt uh the living lions because definitely the chances of the group of lions killing you is higher but if you actually manage to come back every day by killing all the chickens and killing all the small animals one day you catch the lion sleeping and then you have your gun loaded everything is ready you just see the lion if you have not broken your leg (laughs) good evening how are you doing sir i'm doing very fine Okay, I, I don't know. We're here from the beginning of the of the podcast where we started talking about the Lindis effect. I think even if you are not here, you've had the recap, right? No, I just joined uh, some few minutes ago. Oh, okay. Let me try to let me just okay. Let me just try to speed wrap within a minute to explain what we are talking about. Okay. okay. Uh, who is that? somebody say something? Okay, Philip. I'll get to you in a minute. Maybe let me just do the recap. You get the recap from that too, uh, Philip. Okay, I have other two people trying to speak. Okay, so like, hold on. Let me see if Philip was following. Then maybe we'll get something from there. I'll get back to you in a moment. Philip, good evening. How are you doing? Okay, hello, Philip. Okay, I can't hear Philip no more. Okay, Mickey. Okay, Mickey. Okay, I can hear. I can hear Philip. Philip, how are you doing? Uh, I, have you been following the topic from the beginning? Yes, yes, yes. I've been following. Okay, so I, I actually tried to oversimplify the Lindis effect uh, that says if something has been around, it will be around. The thing is just telling you to, uh, when you are investing, you find the ones that you know that going to make sure that you, you invest in technologies that you are sure that are going to be around for just the next day so that you can be yes. you can stay long enough to invest in the killer. In, you not get the killer investment every day, but if you just go and try to get the killer investment so suddenly, you can break your neck and fall away. 
So I don't know. Does the, the theory have... of the Ludwig effect does it make sense? It makes sense, sense. But another thing about there is that, um how are we sure that the future will always so that the future okay. will always resemble the past. That is one of the that's one of the critiques of the Lindis theory. But uh, we can actually say the Lindis theory is a success to a long, uh, to a very large extent. Now, when you look at uh, the things that have actually survived, uh, that has actually survived a lot of things, surviving for furthermore. We're talking about, I think an example I gave is the bicycle. Uh, let me ask you personally, do you think in the next 50 years the, the bicycle will go into extinction? Philip, are you there? Around. If not for transport, for exercise. Thank you. Why? Because yeah, the, bicycle yeah. has actually, the bicycle has actually survived for so long. You are like, if you are talking about certainty, like there's a 99.99% chance that the bicycle will still be around. Now, it doesn't function all the way around, but the yes. chances of it being around is there. So that's still, that's still the same thing for most yes. of these technologies. So we cannot just discredit. We know that that's a one particular critique about the latest effect. An example I gave to that critic is uh, the oil industry. The oil industry is clearly going into a decline. You can't say, okay, since the last 100 years, we have had the oil industry. We are sure it's going to be in the 100 years. Personally, somebody like me, I, I'm, I think crazily, I can actually tell you maybe that the oil industry is going to be around for uh, 100 years. A lot of the EV boosts without, like, want to sacrifice me alive for saying that. But I'm, I know that the oil industry is not going anywhere for at least the next, the next 20 to 50 years. I, I, that's personal opinion, but I'm just telling you that... Um, out of my own personal opinion, that's how I think. But you cannot just discredit the Lindis effect. It makes sense in the sense that even if you want to invest, you just want to make sure that you have something that brings you back every day. I think I explained this at the beginning, that you just want to be coming back every day so that yes. you can, I think the analogy of finding the sleeping lion, it makes sense. Every hunter, you don't want to just go and jump the group of lions. There's a day you see the lion sleeping, you shoot one, all of them will run away. You go and carry your dead lion and go. But you don't want to just jump into where the living lions are and they'll devour you. So the idea is making sure you are following the ones that you know that are going to survive tomorrow. Like, what is the chances of Apple surviving? I'm not going to go too far. Remember, the Lindis effect, a lot of times, uh, you have to put all the, what do you call that, the plus or minus, like a little, a little chance for discrepancies. So that's why I said, even something that survived 3,000 years, you don't say you are sure it's going to survive for the next 3,000 years. You are sure of like maybe half of it, 1,500. So Apple, Apple as a phone, as, as a company, is not a, is a, is a technological company, it's not just that. They are even moving into EVs. How are we sure that Apple phones are going to survive for the next two, three years? How, do you believe that Apple can survive the next two, three years? Okay, Philip, are yes, you Yes, I believe Apple is going to survive even more than... I'm there. Can you get me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, why? Because we have, we have seen them survive a lot of competition. Yeah, we can hear you. We have seen them survive a lot of competition, a lot of uh, rivalry and all that. And they have performed fantastic during those. Even what you think that we actually killed them, actually made them stronger, and they always came back. Even when the heart of their innovation seems to be down. They, all, they use uh, marketing to substitute for the innovation, and they still moved on. So uh, that's just what we're talking about. Thank you so much, Philip, for that. I don't know. Are you investing in cryptocurrencies at the moment? Because I think that's where the bone of contention is. Okay, I think uh, Philip is breaking. I don't know if it's just me, but Philip is coming and going. Uh, Philip, we didn't into get that. Crypto. You are into crypto, okay? Now, the last I question I want to ask you before you go, the last question I want to ask before you go is, uh, 
we have a lot of people that are actually using this lindis effect for bitcoin remember bitcoin we we're just talking about 2009 2010 and a lot of people will tell you the bitcoin boost the maximalists will like tell you yeah. ah what are you saying it's been around for a decade it's been around for another decade do you think it's actually uh good to have that bold assumption and like try to coin in the lindis effect when you're using uh talking about bitcoin knowing that it's just been for a decade you survived some things but not like a lot of things. Um, yeah, following the principle of Lily's effect, I still have hope on um, Bitcoin because he have survived for over 10 years. Why some of these coins, other uh, cryptocurrency, they are not survive for up to five years. They are off. So I have yeah. strong hope on Bitcoin. Okay, Based all on right. Thank you so effect. much. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, Philip. Uh, I enjoyed having this conversation. I hope you join us every day. Uh, we're having this 8 p.m. every day. You can have uh, listen to the recap. And then in case if you want to join, uh, you want to hear anything about the groups. We have groups on trading, long-time investing, crypto. We have training every now and then. We have free groups. We have the ones you pay to join. If you can't, if you just want anything, send a message in the group. Or you can see Gloria. I think Gloria is on the chat right now. Send a message to her. She is very happy to have a conversation. She will even have a call with you to direct you on the, on the way you are supposed to move according to your temperament, trading or investing-wise. Okay, uh, Solake, are you still there? Solake, yes, sorry. sorry, sorry, I'm mispronouncing your name. Okay, I think you get the concept of what uh, we are saying already. So, do yes. you think the limit effect and what we are talking about, about coming back every day, do you think it makes sense at all? Well, it, it makes sense from what I can grab from, from your recap. I think it makes sense. It has, you have to get something that will actually uh, bring you back uh every time but um I, I like i've been thinking can we really have uh, the way the market is last year can we really have it this year because last year you can actually you can actually invest in uh in in a ticker and you can be sure that even if it's not growing exponentially it will be growing it, it will be growing in a way that will be giving you joy but i've been watching the market this year it can just grow and it will just bring you down boom Although I've not okay. uh, I've not really you know something, I've, something I said yesterday. I told people yesterday, I, a lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people always see the market as either going up or going down. But there yes. are some times that the market actually moves sideways and it can just be for not even one month, it can move sideways for years. And this mm. is something you actually see in growth stocks. If you have actually studied growth stocks for a long time, zoom yes. out from Apple and all that that's been doing all that for years. You always discover there is a time that the stock was moving almost like in a straight line. It was mm. never straight line. It's just going down two percent, come back three percent, go back four, go down. Yes. That's what we have been experiencing the market since since this year. Generally, after the mm. March incident, it's just been going sideways. It's not going up. It's not going down. Mm. That's why um, Monday. Okay, Monday. I think Monday was a good day. Today is Tuesday. Yes. We are having a very red day. Wednesday yes. is gonna be green. It just goes continues going like that. So it's a sideways movement. And then a lot of people will say maybe it's consolidating. I'm not saying that. It's just a sideways movement. There is sideways. A lot of people don't uh, realize that. And then if you're asking, uh, if you're going, one thing I want to emphasize on, no two market cycles are the same. I don't know. Um, mm. There's a lot of probability, and I don't, I don't remember that exactly. That says no two incidents are the same. So no two cycles are the same. A lot of people want to see the, saw the uh, 2020 crash due to pandemic, and they were referring to the 2008 crash. And I think you can practically see how it was very, very wrong, because we had a V-shaped recovery. On the 2020 yes. incident, on the 2008 crash, it was not V-shaped. 
the recovery was gradual, but in 2020, the recovery was just like it went down and came up immediately. I so looking like us, you want to meet all these uh, intellectual uh, economists that just want to use jargon to confuse everyone. I'm telling you categorically, no two market cycles are the same. And then if you're wondering uh, if we can actually do uh, what we're saying, like by knowing that we have some level of guarantees, maybe you use the latest effect to look at the business and you're like, mm. okay, this business should guarantee some. So for me coming back every day, again, mm. all I can say is look at the business, forget the stock. Because yes. the stock market, like when the stock market is moving uh, sideways, it's very irrational. It's very rational because even a company that's doing fantastic, you see them bring in their earning costs and everything. You can see this is not having an effect on their stock. So focus, yes. just put your mind on the stock and uh, forget the stock. Put your mind on the business and just believe you are investing in the business. Now you want yes. to believe uh, invest in a business that is actually having that uh, survivorship. I mentioned this earlier. I'll still mention it again. What I do with uh, the people I train uh, when we are talking about stocks in the uh, fundamental analyst group, I always talk about the management and I'm thinking about this management, will they open this shop tomorrow? I'm just saying the business like a shop. Yes. Okay, that, that may be the Igbo man in me talking, but it's like a shop. Are they going to open tomorrow? There's a lot of guys that when the stock uh, is actually 50% down, the, the business is losing 50%, they just lock up everything and go. They are like tired. Mm. And it still happens for the upside too. This is the guy that when it has actually climbed 500%, there's a lot of CEOs, they are waiting for that 500% moment. When the thing does 500% uh, in less than three months, they resign, they take their money, they have actually succeeded, everything is done. Hmm. So you want to make sure that you are investing in companies that have that kind of lindis effect management that they know that every day they just want to come out, even if though the thing is doing 1,000% in one day, they are there, they are coming out. Even if it's going 50% yes. in one day, they are there. So that ensures yes. survival. That means if your money is on these guys, these guys actually have like some kind of skin in the game. You know that they are always going to come out any day. And then if yes. you have a good part of your money with these guys, you're sure that in the next way, uh, if you continue with them, within the next years, two, three years or something, you can just stay with them while you're there, you're coming back every day. You will spot uh, the, the, killer, the killer investment that you've been looking for. Yes. I, I think we talked about this yesterday. There's something called investment mindset. If you're there every day, you're coming back, you're looking at all this investment and everything that's happening in the stock market. You actually spot opportunities that's like a free giveaway. A lot of people that mm. have been gone and doesn't know what's happening, don't know that this is a killer moment. You're looking at it, it's like a, it's a sleeping liar to you. And you have mm. your gun, you have your everything. All you just have to do is pull the trigger and then you are done. But if you don't keep coming back every day, can you actually get that moment? Mm, no, no, no. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. I don't know, I, I mm. hope I addressed your question earlier when you were talking about what happened last year. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, it's okay. Okay, thank you so much. Let's see if we can actually uh, sneak in one more person. Thank you, Solo. I'm hoping to talk to you every day. I think you've been missing uh, in our podcast. I don't know, I've not been seeing you for some time now. Yes, mo most time I miss it. <laughs> now, please, 8 o'clock every day. 8 o'clock every day. Even the, the problems we'll be having on Instagram and everything. I've decided that anything we're having, I'll just drag any person, any person even if I'm talking to the gate. I have to find a way to negotiate with the big gate or find a piece of technology to make sure that the person comes down to this podcast on Telegram. Yeah. Because this yeah. is where we are. We don't want to just be moving people to Instagram or any other place. So we are here for now. And then you can yeah. always have a recap, listen to the recap on Anchor FM, Spotify. We are trying yeah. to make sure that everybody has this uh, knowledge and then we actually succeed together. Thank you very much. You're welcome, bro.
Okay, Miki, Miki Lanky, are you still there? I think that's the person that was actually responding. Uh, she, he said something before. Yeah, yeah. Miki, good evening. How are you doing? I'm fine. Okay. Uh, are you investing in cryptocurrencies and stock markets? Which one are you investing and in? which one are you avoiding? Are you doing two of them? I'm doing both of them. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't. I know you've been listening to the conversation. No need to drag you back. Now I want to ask you: Did you understand the Lindis effect? Before I throw in the next question. Okay, Mickey, are you still there? Oh, okay. I think we uh we lost him somehow. Okay. Any other person wants to sneak in before uh we call it a day? We have a very, very fantastic discussion. Remember, you can go to Anchor FM and listen to the recap of all this. If I have any questions on how to join any of our group, you can see Gloria. Gloria is in the chat right now. Ask it to Gloria or just drop it in group. Gloria will have a discussion with you. She will even call you on the phone if you need, uh, if you need voice explanation. So she will just tell you how to join our groups. Uh, okay. I have tens. Raphael. Raphael, good Hi, evening. Everyone. How are you doing? Fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I noticed you joined late. I don't know how you, if you can actually uh, have any discussion. Are you familiar with what we're talking about today? Raphael? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm kind of familiar. Yeah, I'm familiar with you. Okay. <coughs> All right. Uh, oh, Mickey, Mickey, and I can, I can barely get your audio. I don't know. I don't know if I should uh, spend the next few minutes with that. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad to talk to you uh, another time. The, the audio feedback from your end, Mickey, is kind of uh, distorted. Raphael, are you investing in the cryptocurrency and the stock market at the moment? Yeah. 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 Oh. I just okay okay um okay i think the audio uh, from the end is actually uh distorted too i think we we'll just call it a day there uh thank you guys for joining please uh Raphael and mickey apologies the audio the audio for the end is uh it's not so uh, nice everyone i think everyone cannot hear you so clearly so i'm hoping uh you fix the audio and